Yo, we back at it. I'm so I'm stoked about doing chapter four. Listen, man, this is this is elevating. This this is really elevating, very helpful. Again, welcome back. This is 31 Days of Big Neil and Blessed Living. And we're going through Proverbs day by day by day for 31 days and see however the Lord leads us. Man, today is gonna be lit. Oh, man. If you haven't caught the first three episodes, uh, September 1, 2, or 3, by all means, you can go back. I try to keep it between 9 and 10 minutes, but I know the last one got carried over a little bit and wasn't bad. It was great information in there, so please go back and carry those if you haven't. But today, we jump right into Proverbs 4, and you're going to like it, especially if you've been, I mean, if you've been listening so far, it's going to be good. Again, we're talking about... Um, all the proverbs in the nutshell. If it's your first time logging in or checking me out, keep in mind, I don't have no fluff, no computer around the bush. We're going to get to it, talk about it, and keep on moving. All right? Listen, talking about King Solomon, he wrote these first few chapters of Proverbs. One of the wisest men to walk this earth, David's boy. Listen, and, to, and what we have been leading up to through chapters 1, 2, and 3 is... A pretty much a confession and a testimony from King Solomon as he pours out wisdom to children and to anyone who's willing to listen. I mean, he he don't I don't know King David or King Solomon. I don't know his daddy, but I know who came from his lineage, which is Jesus Christ. But these words still strike to us today. Why? Because as I have said and I continue to say, we are live, living in the age of information, not wisdom. Wisdom is not sought after. Wisdom is not is not uh, celebrated or treasured as uh, commonly as just blatant, silly information is. And we can look on any kind of form of uh, the news, social media, it's all kind of information out there. But wisdom is the principal thing. And we are breaking this down and from the wisest man um, who walked this earth outside of Jesus Christ, of course, uh, King Solomon. So let's jump into chapter four. All right. Last chapter we talked to or we talked about in chapter three was wisdom from trusting God um, and or how you say uh, not security and wisdom, but guidance for the young. Chapter two was the value of wisdom. And chapter one can be talked about the call of wisdom. So we're right here talking in chapter four and it's very personal for for King Solomon. All right. Again, this is not a book, a bunch of prophecies. This book is about foundational principles that you can build upon for an effective life and walk with Christ, with God. OK, that's what this is for. And we're going to go in a little bit different perspective, but it's going to be good. It's all word. Check this out. Then we'll start chapter four. Again, I'm coming from the um, New King James Version of the ESV. Chapter four, verse one here. Here. My children, the instruction of the Lord, of, of, the, of, the, of a father, and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. He opened this thing up talking about instruction. Instruction can be translated in this form as discipline. In other words, I am giving you, I am urging you to, for, to have discipline. All right? Hear my, hear, hear my children. The discipline, take this discipline. I'm telling you. Why is this important that I break this down in the first verse about discipline? Because he's telling you, he's trying to impart, keep discipline 
over and in your life or you'll be led astray like I was. Let's keep going. You're going to like this. Check this out. Verse three. When I was my father's son, <laughs> tender, and the only one in the sight of my mother. He, this is what he says. He's telling you when I was a young fella in my daddy's eyes. My daddy taught me some stuff. Let's stop. Do you know who do we do? We know who his daddy was. It was King David. The man is telling you <laughs> what kind of information his father poured under him. King David, the psalmist. Okay. He was a bunch of other stuff too, but let's just keep it at that. And he telling that his daddy taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words. Keep my commands and live. Verse five, get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Now, listen, this is what his, he is saying that his daddy taught him. And if we know anything about King David, King David made plenty of mistakes. Yes, he was highlighted for slaying Goliath and he was highlighted for some other stuff, like I said before. But it's not important right now as we talk about wisdom in the book of Proverbs and breaking it down. But he's telling you from a lineage of men who have made some mistakes, some real mistakes that have cost the lives of many people, even their own family members and children. And then now he's in a position to give different, a different perspective of wisdom, what his father was saying, King David, and now he's King Solomon. He's telling you, I'm telling you, get wisdom and get understanding. And then, you know, back in chapter three, two and one, he talks about getting wisdom and getting understanding. He busted this thing down in the first chapter, chapter, chapter one, verse seven. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. OK, you need to get this understanding. Then there's wisdom. I'm calling out to you. It's value in this wisdom. And often, you know, he talks about her. Her is the wisdom. Like, she, like in verse six, do not forsake her. And she will preserve you, love her, and she will keep you. Check this verse seven. Principle, wisdom is a principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. Don't settle for anything less is what the message is from I'm getting it from this. I'm telling you, wisdom is the principal thing, the foundational thing that you are going to need and always need. So get it. I'm telling you, get it. By all means, get it. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Stop playing around. Stop playing games. Go get wisdom. Find it. Stick with it. It's going to help you. It's almost as if it's like a plea to get wisdom out here. It is. Could be all needed. Let's keep going. Verse 9. She will place on your head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory. She will deliver. It says she will deliver to you. Hear my son and receive my saying. Same way his daddy told him, hear me what I have to say. He's saying again to his children, those who will listen. Hear my son and receive my sayings and the years of your life will be many. Verse 11, I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in, in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. Okay. Verse 13, take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her for she is your life. At this point, at this point right here, if I was if I were to describe how I receive what Solomon is saying, King Solomon is saying, excuse me, I would say that he is saying or pleading, like, listen to what I am saying. Don't look at all the stuff I have. I believe because it, he, he, there was nothing that King Solomon wanted for a thousand women, 700 wives, 300 concubines had everything in the land, had 
access the stuff. You need to read, go back and read and do some research about the, the, the temple he built. The man had gold shields, like for war. It, it was absolutely amazing. Okay. But at this point, I believe he is putting himself out there flat out just saying, don't look at what I have, what you think I achieved, what you think I want or anything. Don't look at that. You need discipline. You need wisdom. And, and, and it will crown you. And he didn't, he's not talking about wealth. He's not talking about the things of the land, the riches, the empire, nothing. He's talking about something only God can give you. The intangibles. Verse 14. Do not enter the path of the wicked. Do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. He is telling you. And, and, the, and the vibe I get from this is he's speaking from experience. He is telling you from what he has learned from hindsight. Just pass it on. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do what I did. Because in even all the stuff that I have, the only thing that makes sense, the only thing I wish I would have kept was the wisdom that God has given me, that God gave me. Verse 16, for they do not sleep unless they have done evil and their sleep is taken away unless, and their sleep is taken away unless they have, they make someone fall. He just flat out telling you how people are, evil people. I, you, 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 I mean, you and I see all the time on the news and even in the movies, mainly in the news, what I'm referring to, how people set other folk up who got money and how they try to get them and bring them down, especially the famous. Oh my goodness. Once the famous do something, even the smallest thing is, is turned into a whole a whole fiasco. And this man is telling you the, the main thing you can get is wisdom and run from anybody else who's not trying to walk upright and godly. Verse 19, the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. They don't. But back in uh, Proverbs 1.31, he tells you about this. I'm going to go back to it just for a little bit. And he tells you in verse um, 29, chapter 1, he says, Because they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the Lord, they would have none of my counsel and despise my every rebuke. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their own way. We talked about that in the first in the first episode. But he's telling you again, they don't know what makes them stumble, but they're going to have to pay for it eventually. But, but they're all fools. They get crazy. They have no good in them. Stay away from them. In verses uh, 20, through 27 is, is again his, his, his plea his sound wisdom from Solomon he, he's telling you to stay, stay away from your, from your own self indulgence check this out let's read verse 20 my son give attention to my words I hear what he's saying to my words I, I've done I've done a lot of stuff, but I'm telling you right now what's good. Incline your ear to my sayings. He is playing. Listen to what I'm saying. Don't, don't shout out what I did. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all the flesh. Verse 23, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Verse 24, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Keep your eyelids, I'm sorry, and your eyelids look right, right before you. Ponder the path of your feet. And let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right 
or to the left or remove your remove your foot from evil. I'm telling you, it really sounds like a father is trying to help his son or his children out from making the same mistakes he did spiritually. Because financially, they were straight. They had land, they had wealth, they had legacy in the bank. But spiritually, they were drained. He was without something. What And what was that? We know that at this point, or let's say at one point in the life of King Solomon, he was lukewarm in his walk with God. He fasted. He knew, he knew the principles of fasting and what I can get him and the, and, the, and the benefits and the consequences of obeying God and listening to God. But he was led astray. The Bible clearly said in the book of Kings, 1 Kings chapter 11, he told them, do not intermarry with the women because they will lead you and turn you astray and turn your heart away after their own gods. And we know that Solomon got caught up with them women folk. Yes, he did. 700 wives, 300 concubines, and he went to serve their lords and their gods. One was called Astroth, I believe, and Milcom. You can read about it, do some research. I'm not trying to get too deep in here, but I'm telling you, in chapter four, he it is a man talking from his own experience and telling you, don't do what I did. I don't care what you see in my house or what you see on me, because I dress good, I look good, have what I need, but I'm a, I'm not happy as I, as I, as I could be. I could be a whole lot happy, have a whole lot more if I had chose to side with wisdom in God. But I got led astray. I knew it was right to do, but I just didn't. So I was lukewarm. He's explaining this all through verse 20 through 27. He letting you know this. And then, and then when we get to chapter five, he breaks it down a little bit more. He talks about the damage, the seriousness, and the uh, immediate danger of adultery. Now, we got to get to chapter five, and that's tomorrow. But, but, but today, chapter four, I want you to really give attention to re go back and reread chapter four and take some of the things he is saying. And the main thing is um, verse seven. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Okay. He just said in verse five, get wisdom, get understanding. He's telling you again, get wisdom. And when you get it, keep it. That's not in this translation, but I'm telling you that's part of the message. When you get wisdom, keep it. Keep the system in which you had and stay away from bad people, perverse people, because they're crazy and they don't even know how crazy they are. That's my challenge to you today. Not to be crazy or to knock people out. I'm saying be mindful of where you are walking and what you are walking with, who's in your circle. What are they saying to you? What, what are they saying to you? How, how are they leading you to be mindful of that thing? All right. Again, this is 20 to 31 days of Proverbs, Big Neil and Blessed Living. I pray this blessed you. If there are any comments, questions, or concerns, by all means, hit me up. If you go back and read something that you want to talk about more, you can talk to me through anchor.com. Hit me up. Download the app. We can get it going. I love with the love of Christ. I'm looking forward to talking to you tomorrow. Love you. Peace.